That's ridiculous. Oh, Lions got Donovan Peoples Jones. Why? Lions got Donovan Peoples Jones. That's some breaking news for the podcast. If that's anything more than a conditional sixth, then they did. Why, Let's there, see. Why, why are there a bunch of trades going on right now? Trade it's, deadlines today. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Six round pick. Six. Okay. We can work with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mean like I just said, if it was anything more than that, I would have been pretty upset. That's DPJ's not. We just uh, traded uh, with the Cleveland Browns for Donovan Peoples-Jones. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Hutch will be happy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I don't even, Were they even teammates? Home, no, but it's – I don't know. But the fact that Donovan's from – like – Donovan Peoples-Jones went to high school in the heart of Detroit, like in Cass Tech. So right, he's yeah. playing like he's playing at home, which is pretty cool. All right, now bring Max Crosby home. That's all, <laughs> bring, that's all you got to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We got one out, 50, 57 minutes to bring uh-huh. Max Crosby home. Let's make it happen, Brad. <laughs> he better not have boarded that plane last night. I swear to God. Pink slips, bro. Pink slips. <laughs> Pink slips. <laughs> he said, nah, I'm going to stay in my hometown. It was like he hated us last night, though. Every time he made it play, he was like, Bruh. "Well, he's, I don't know, he's he's pl- he's excited, probably. I mean, uh, I'm thinking he's excited to be back in his hometown. He's celebrating on Ford Field, like he probably. Pay- I don't know if Ford Field was built when he was a young kid, but I think it's fair to say he probably imagined himself playing there a good amount of times. So yeah, making plays in front of the crowd at Ford Field, especially so. when you're not. A star when you're like a star high school, like when you're a star college player and a star high school player, the dream is to kind of go to the number one pick, and you're like, ah, I'm mm-hmm. ready to go anywhere. But when you're a kind of like a, a underdog, when you're Eastern Michigan Eagle, yeah, like you're kind of. <laughs> I feel like it's mostly your goal to be the hometown guy, like to go to yeah. Detroit, like like the guy Dylan Drummond who was doing good in camp. Mm-hmm. He was an Eastern Michigan guy. Why do I feel like later picks always do better in the NFL anyway? So. Uh, well, that's just that's. that's I think like, we just um, hear about them more. Like that's like what is it? Is it confirmation bias? I might be yes. using that wrong. Yeah, hindsight like, bias. <laughs> or like, like yeah. I'm like. It's like evaluating it, and I'm like most first round, like first ten, the first ten players, like don't end up doing well. Well, that's just. And yeah, that's it's expectations. That's, twi- that's you know? Twitter discourse and expectations. It's like if you're a first round pick and you're not a Pro Bowl or All Pro. People are like, oh, he's a bust. And then if you're a six-round pick and you put up, like, a 1,000-yard season, everyone's like, yo, he should have went in the first. Like, this right. guy's crazy talented. <laughs> like, so it's you, just like do you a, think if you have less expectations, you're going to do better then? Not necessarily. No. I mean, it's different for everybody, but... I think it's easier. Definitely. The, you, have, you have less um, pressure on you to perform immediately you also have less security in like your roster exactly like amonra st brown had to earn himself as a wide receiver one yeah they want jameson williams to be on the field all the time he just has to show them that he can be like that's the real difference between kind of drafting somebody six and drafting somebody first like they have to show whereas if you drafted early You've shown that already. That's why they're kind of t- like, you know what I mean? That's why they took like Jameer Gibbs. Is it? I didn't even know that the very last draft pick until like Brock Purdy started playing. I didn't even know it was like Mr. Irrelevant got the last. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. It's the first time in my life Mr. Irrelevant has been relevant, isn't yeah. it? Where'd no. Um, there's a really good kicker that was Mr. Irrelevant. Mm. Uh, it's either. Is it. Not even. Ryan, it's. Is it Ryan Suckup or Josh Scobie? One of them. Those are both kickers. One of them, I believe, was, I think it's Suckup. He was Mr. Irrelevant, and I think is still the Chiefs all-time. What's your take on that? Like, is like I just have never really liked it. Like, why are you calling him Mr. Like, I get the joke. Or okay, no, it was started by. A, I believe I've read the Wikipedia article on Mr. (laughs) Irrelevant so many times. I believe it was started by a former Mr. Irrelevant oh, or just like that's fair then a promotional company and they just wanted to like give some hype to the last guy pick. I like that. Basically. If it was like Roger Goodell being like here's Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant. So they do they do more <laughs> than just like call him Mr. Irrelevant. There's like a incentives. They like, yeah, they like fly him out to like California and stuff. They like give cool. him 
a few like do like a media day and like That's an cool. outing and stuff. So I like, can get behind that. Yeah, they do. They do more stuff for them than give them a bad name. So so really, being the pick before Mister Relevant is the worst pick in the draft. Yeah, I've thought about that. That's really the worst too. pick yeah. in the draft. <laughs> what year did Brett Purdy get drafted? Last year. Yeah. Oh really? So he just had like a opportunistic. Oh yeah. Literally. Well, Trey Lance tore his uh, ACL in the first week last year, and then no, he broke his ankle. I mean, he er, got did pooped he on, but he just yeah, broke he, his ankle. He broke his ankle. You're right. Um, and then uh, Garoppolo, Garoppolo. To- may have torn his ACL, or at least I feel like he was just done with the 49ers by then. Though no, he no, got he got he got hurt, and so that's why. Purdy came in, and then Purdy won, like, seven games. Because before the season, it was actually, like, sort of a question whether Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance was going to start. And then they were like, mm-hmm. no, this is Trey Lance's team. And then Trey Lance, two weeks into the season, broke That's his leg. Terrible. And then Jimmy Garoppolo was like, I'm back. <laughs> and then it didn't last long. And then Brock Purdy lost his first game as a Niner to Ben's team in the NFC Championship. That was Brock Purdy's first loss. His, f- oh. Yeah, he didn't. And he I didn't mean, even really lose it. He didn't. Get his first loss in Didn't a game. Didn't he get hurt in that game, too? Yeah. Because they, they, they tore, ran out of quarterback. He tore his UCL in that game. He needed Tommy John. And the UCL oh. is pretty much the... Oh, it's you the, probably know UCL because like, you're a baseball... It's it's. I yeah. know it's in your arm. Yeah. Tommy John Elbow. surgery is what, like, um, all the pitchers get because right. they over... Yeah. Isn't so it practically the ACL of the, of the... I mean, it's like... It's kind of like the the like torn like how torn ACLs right, are like so it just like, messes prevalent you up. in like football like that's it basically sort of the injury you to in baseball your... yeah so any same any kind of like this i'm like that's my UCL doing that so mm, i don't know why that stuff gives me the heebie-jeebies i know it does i as someone who had to get ACL surgery you did yeah it's it's Ooh. i don't want to mm, respect you. respect towards um, respect to you yeah, it was over ten years ago though. So that's... Wow, you tore your ACL as like a ten-year-old, as like a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what were you doing? I was a, I was a gymnast. Oh, oh, okay. Respect. Um, yeah, and Still, I was doing softball. Aren't supposed to like be able to tear when you're that young, like. Well, it made um, going hard in the pain. No, no, because it made recovery that much easier. Because yeah, when you're younger, so... it's easier to recover really fast. So it's like I six months. Like I got surgery six months. I was like, so I was like, okay, I still have issues with it, but it's like, yeah. it's just you know, it's not you. I don't know. They, when you are in, once you tear your ACL, they give you options like where. What do you want to do? Yeah, where they want to take it from. So I mean, you can get a cadaver's one. That's one option, and then the second option is that they can take from your patella. Because. Um, your patella is a bigger um, patella tendon. Yeah, that's the one that bigger. holds your kneecap in place, right? Yeah, it's it's a bigger I know what tendon. What I'm talking tendon. about? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, I think I don't honestly don't remember. I think I did the patella thing. How does so, it feel ten years wanna, later? I would want a dead guy's ACL. Mm. I would want to go for the a, 12, a young dead guy. A, I think as <laughs> not a twelve-year-old ACL. Imagine. I think as a twelve-year-old, I wasn't really thinking about up dead the bodies. Walking stairs and like you're just yeah. Yeah. They should start doing that. Aaron Rodgers, that's what probably Aaron Rodgers did. That was his Achilles. Yeah, but he probably swapped <laughs> an Achilles with somebody. Yeah. They use that's why they you you sign to like donate your oh, so think about that. I thought I always thought they just reattached that stuff. No, they do. Yeah. But like I'm saying Aaron Rodgers probably That's probably, why he's recovering yeah, so that's fast. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> he stole somebody's Achilles. He stole Kirk Cousins' Achilles. Yo. Oh, okay, yeah. About, <laughs> about We're going to start whole, a conversation. About <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I was going to ask about Kirk Cousins because that's the whole situation now. And I don't know. His whole team was talking about how sad they are. That It's sad. The situation yeah, sad. happened. That's the best NFL quarterback to ever come from this school. So. Me is like Kirk Cousins <laughs> went to Michigan State. <laughs> I didn't know that, so you <laughs> surprised oh, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is, uh, Cousins, oh Kirk Cousins he's, did go to Michigan from, State. I did not know that. He's from Holland, Michigan. He went, oh, he's from your. Oh, look at that. He's from like thirty-five minutes from where I grew up. He's like a legend, or like he's a MSU Spartan. 
you know, lifer. He grew up a Spartan fan. What year did he get drafted? 2013. It was the Luck RG3 draft. 13 or 12 or 14. He got drafted the same year as RG3 a couple rounds after yeah. RG3, and he was just supposed to be RG3's backup, and then RG3 got hurt, and then Kirk was Cousins good. was born. But Kirk is probably the second best college quarterback Michigan State's ever had. Who's first? I would say Connor Cook was better in college. Oh, oh, college. Okay, but yeah, I see what you're saying. As, you know, an NFL player. In terms of, like, a whole career, he's the best quarterback Michigan State's ever had. So, yeah, it's really sad to see from him. Um, but free agent this year, and I'm sure he'll get another big contract because You think he's not coming Kirk's back good. to the Vikings then? No, I think it's just, I think they'll put a wrap on it. They, I mean. I mean, the Vikings are known to be stupid. When so. he's gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's true too. No, actually, they got a good GM right now. That when, one guy. Are, are known to be when he's when Kirk's gone from that team, though, they become one of the most QB needy teams in the league. Like they have, I mean, I guess if Jaron Hall plays, we'll see how good he is, uh, the rookie. But um, also just got Josh Dobbs. So, I but I, Josh Dobbs isn't going to be a long term. He's a bridge quarterback. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Kirk will have. Kirk will have suitors uh, in the offseason. And one of those could There's be always the, suitors for I really, mediocre I, I quarterbacks. Really, I really liked him in the quarterback series on Netflix. That doesn't surprise me. He's a really, he seems like a down to earth. He is. He's a great yeah. guy. That's why I'm like. I got nothing I, bad to say about Kirk as a person. I just. I just like how they make fun of him because he dresses like a Coles man. Like he gets his I think he is a Coles man. I tried not to have any takeaways i did enjoy the netflix quarterback series but i tried not to have any takeaways on players from it because they each of the quarterbacks and their agents and their media teams had final approval over every single thing that went into that show oh, really? so if there was something that they didn't want you to see you didn't see it if i was in that so show that, i would that's why i was though. like we just got well, basically. I never the, knew what happened to Marcus Mariota, and, and credit that... to Marcus Mariota because they showed some bad things in there that he approved of them showing. That's what I'm saying. Like so. I would, I would want the okay, but I don't think I would say no to a lot. Like I, like I think the okay is more for precautionary measures. Like you know, you know how some people like re, that's a re, if technically they did a reality season TV. Two, who would you think would be on it? Stafford's already confirmed to be on it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I thought, yeah, because he came out early saying that he wasn't going to be on it. But we'll it... probably get a lot of Kelly, too. I love Kelly. Oh, uh, you do? You want Jalen Hurts oh. on there? Kelly, <laughs> come join us on the pod, Kelly. The morning love, after I, with Kelly said. I love the Staffords, dude. For a while in Detroit, that was the only br- like, bright spot of the like, team was Matt yeah. and his can family. I have a, can his, I have... his wife's story is really incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Can I have a minute for this one? Because oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this. Because... <laughs> I have gotten into literally almost friendship-ending arguments over Matthew Stafford's tenure in Detroit, and this is honestly, like, I'm glad you said that, Ben, because I think we're like-minded in this, in the sense that he did not get his flowers when he was in Detroit, and the fact that people had the audacity to say anything bad about him when there was consistently a dumpster fire going on around him, I think if you were one of those people, you need to say, shame on yourself, and I think we all need to just watch Matthew Stafford for the rest of his career, no matter what he does, and just be like, thank you, Matt. You know, And we should be happy for him that he went out and got a Super Bowl. And I think part of that Super Bowl is for Detroit. No, it's not. I mean, eh, but no, but no. <laughs> um, no. Detroit was, I mean, we remember the uh, shirts and everything people were making. Detroit was, was up and down Detroit screaming when a, he won. Yeah, Detroit was rooting for him and L.A. and Well, I would say most of Detroit. I think most of the fan base. There was the people Stafford who were like, oh, for I, what he was. There were the people who were like, I hope he gets one win so we get the top pick. And then this, it worked out so good that they yeah. he won a Super Bowl the first year and then yeah. the second year we got a good pick. Yeah. And then. Uh, Fairy tale. He did that, that on purpose pick, for though, us, that by the first way. pick we traded up. That became JMO. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, Wrong. let's <laughs> review. Um, since we've been we talking about, the, we can touch back on this gone. in two weeks when he's yeah. the dog that I <laughs> think he's gonna be. 
since we haven't touched base on your guys' teams in two weeks, um, mm-hmm. Yusuf, your team has had an up and down roller coaster the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> are you willing to talk about your team, Yusuf? Yeah. Yeah, your team. My lion sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> your your team. team. Uh, our team. <laughs> but, well, I mean. Detr- uh, Michigan's team. Yeah, Michigan's team, really. Um, last week sucked, but I think, like Dan Campbell said, it was needed. I think, like, like I don't know. I didn't. Was it a wake-up call for Yeah, but Detroit it's that you definitely never want a wake-up call to be like that. Like, we still could have lost, and it still could have been a wake-up call. Like, we didn't have to go and lose 28 or like we didn't have to get our first 30, down to six no yeah but i was saying we didn't have to get our first down after they scored 28 points on us like that was pretty embarrassing and i had no questions like i i didn't think like the wheels were falling off the wagon like david montgomery would have been a great help against that oh, ravens yeah. defense um they missed him a couple that. other things missing and like back? He yeah he'll be back probably after the bye the bye week's gonna be awesome for the health of this team so like and I, I don't think like yesterday was an awesome win by any means. Like I think it was probably like a C plus win, a B minus oh, win. This is their bye week. But pretty, um, pretty expected. Yeah. To beat Las Vegas. Yeah, it's expected to be Las Vegas, but I even wanted them to beat them harder. But um, yeah. Jameer Gibbs come out game that was awesome. Like that's great because now when David Montgomery comes back, they both kind of have their own roles now. Like there's kind of plays where you know this guy runs these and this guy runs these, and there's even even some like cross path where like now we know Jameer can run inside the tackles so like which I like there that. was a run per, the the run from Gibbs the one he broke for a touchdown? long touchdown that was amazing the hole that he hit was probably the best piece of inside the tackles running uh that he's done yeah at Alabama you know I haven't watched his high school tape but like it, it was it was the best set run I've ever seen from him between the tackles. The the hole that he chose that he has insane vision to go for is like a half inch between the yeah. center and the guard. And he And have you and noticed then, what he, he does? But he sees that they have the leverage and they're gonna clear just enough space for him to squeeze through there and jump over some ankles and then all of a sudden he's one on one with the safety and safety's not catching up to him that like when he cuts that angle and he hits like he almost did it against the chiefs in the first game you remember yeah, yeah. like you know he's gonna be gone once he hits that his burst is crazy he also like his contact balance reminds me of mccaffrey a little bit at like, the end of almost every run you're like this could have been a touchdown yeah. like this was like <laughs> not that far from going but he, then another yeah. point i was saying like sorry to cut you off like when he goes through the the hole he does this little thing where he almost goes completely sideways yeah. and like that, but he doesn't lose any speed. It's like he has a really cool, really interesting running style, and I, I definitely see the the vision taking him twelfth overall. Because um, uh, I don't know that that yeah. vision, that speed, uh, putting those things together in one player doesn't really come around that often. That, I was watching last night, and my roommate and I were. Talking about, uh, I think it was another Monday night game. It might have been a Sunday night game, uh, but it was one of Chris Johnson's best games in his career when he was on the Titans. And we were like, "This just—he just looks like Chris Johnson." Like and that so first drive quick. when he had six or seven touches, like back, like literally, I think the first six touches of the game might have went to him, like in a row, like he had three catches, yeah. three runs. Like I was like, nearly two hundred all-purpose yards, I think. Yeah, one, yeah, Maybe over one eighty for sure. Um, yeah, go Jameer Gibbs. Talk about the Eagles, though, Ben. How do you? How do we? I mean, the Commanders just never going to be an easy win for you guys, huh? Yeah, no, oh, they yeah. always they always seem to play us tough. Um, what you want? Yeah, got the win. AJ, AJ Brown and... is um supremely talented. I thought it was really funny that we brought in Julio Jones because obviously, big reason for that is he's like a mentor to AJ. But, um, I mean, AJ reminds me so much of prime Julio Jones. <laughs> like, and He's unguardable. So to bring in uh, – and Julio got a touchdown uh, the other day. He did? Yeah. Julio got his first touchdown as an eagle. That's so, pretty dope. Um, How does he look? 
slow, old. <laughs> but you but know, he's Julio. It's cool to have Julio. He I looks cool out there. It's better. I, I actually I like having him as like they've been using him in the red zone a lot, which I like. Because you kind of get AJ and Julio and obviously Goddard as like your big guys down there. Because uh, Smith Smith is great at jump balls, but like it's hard to target a receiver of his stature right. with a jump ball. And um, Zacchaeus would be pretty much the other option, and he's short and not a great red zone option. But yeah, having Julio and AJ, I think it's very. Cool. You watching the highlights? Right yeah, now. I just wanted to see Julio Jones's touchdown. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Commanders are never easy for the Eagles, but two wins over them this year, and don't have to play them till next year, and they probably won't have Ron Rivera when we play them again for the next time. So, those are my Eagles. Riverboat um, Ron. They ha- they're playing the Cowboys this week. So, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, they're gonna. I mean, I don't know. Is it in Dallas or Philly? All right, we'll lose. <laughs> for the sake of the, for the sake. Of- they always. I mean, th- we're not even gonna lose because of anything like getting outplayed or anything. It's gonna be like a receiver that catches a forty-yard touchdown and fumbles on the one, and like. Oh wait. There's always some stupid reason. Never mind. It's at Philadelphia. Okay. Well, we win. There's always. We win. <laughs> we win. There's always like a stupid reason when the Eagles. Are better than this Dallas. Is, this is your that game, they split it? with them, and I think Dallas probably feels the same way. When they're better than the Eagles, there's always some stupid reason the Eagles split with them. They always split, so we'll go one and one against Dallas. I'm not expecting anything more. I hate Dallas. Have you seen any of the um, online the NFL players walking in for Halloween week? I saw the Lions just because I follow the Lions. I thought. Hutchinson and Shark Boy was pretty funny. The Shark Boy one was so good. Was there was another one that I thought was actually really funny. Oh, no. one last thing. Since we're talking about costumes, yeah. the Eagles Kelly Greens are costumes. so beautiful. That is, they are so really beautiful. cool. So are the do, Lions do, do, blue do, helmets. Do you I own agree, a Kelly Green the, jersey? I was going to ask you this. No. If we filmed last week. Man, nobody my, on earth buys jerseys at the disposal that you do. My, yeah, my last Eagles okay. jersey... All the half of the Dodgers jerseys I own were from raffle wins, so don't even. <laughs> really? Yeah. My raffle win? Oh, this one was the best one for sure. Oh yeah, have you? Were you on TikTok? <laughs> Did you see their great. TikTok? Uh, it was the TikTok sound. It was like tonight will be the night. Is it showing? Yeah. Cool. The sound they played with that was hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty. And then. J- Jared Goff just comes in looking. Have normal. you seen the Ma- Mike McDaniel um, kid costume? Mm-mm. But Mike McDaniel's a national treasure, dude. <laughs> no, because I need to show this to you guys because he 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 refused to believe he was a costume, and there was a whole uh, conference on it. And he was like, "Why would someone uh, dress up as me?" And I would love like I that'd be like a. Uh, Absolutely. If it loads. That would be um a bucket list press conference, I think. Mike, Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. Mac McDaniel's press conference? Team as well. Miami 17-3. They get the ball to start the second half. The Toyota halftime. That's actually pretty funny. Isn't it cute? That is a cute kid. Yeah. Miami 17-3. They get the ball to start the second half. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have a Kelly Green jersey. The, um, last, the last... If you got a jersey, what who would it be? Or would it be blank in the bag? Uh... Well, the last jersey I have is Carson Wentz. So that dates it a little. It's like three or four years old. Um, but whenever I wear it, I block out one of the ones because he was number 11, and I put a H-U-R over the W-E-N. So then it says Hertz, and it's number one. So I kind of make it work, but... I need to get a real Jalen Hurts jersey. No, I think that um, that's who I would go you, with. You're or saying, like you're telling me you don't own a Lions jersey? I would want to go. I would want to go with a Kelsey, but I'm also not the. Don't you know, you have the, to wait like a build, year or something. The build of a Kelsey. Oh, wearer. Jason Kelsey. I thought you were talking about no. Travis, dude. I was like, stop it, man. <laughs> Eagles legend, Hall of Famer, no, Jason Kelsey. Right. I mean, he's gonna retire in Eagles, so that means he, he, he's forever. I mean, he's a safe choice. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Lions. My only Lions jersey is Stafford. I love him. What color is it? I have a gallon. Blue. 
Galladay. Bro, Galladay was a dog. Like, I really like their gray jerseys. Let's talk about staff. I like, hate the gray jerseys. You hate the gray jerseys. Oh, my God. I like their oh, gray jerseys. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it's stupid. I think when I think the blue and white one are fired. I don't know why. Like, make a black one. I don't know why. I, oh, I even I love Like the like no, hat. No, not black. Don't make black a team color again. Not a team color, but like an alternate. No. What about the Thanksgiving ones? Do you like those? No. Um, what do you I like? like? <laughs> what do I you like know? the silver helmet. I like the blue helmet. I think the blue helmet would look a lot better if they wore white jersey blue pants than wearing those ugly gray jerseys. Um, but my favorite Lions look is just silver blue, silver, and silver white. I like the all whites. Yeah. I think the all whites is a clean. I like the all whites. We do good in all white too. We beat some big team, won some big games in the all whites. So is the Keller Green your favorite Eagles? No jersey. I like just the regular. Um, I think the away I, I like one the is pretty road. clean. Yeah, I like the road when we wear. We don't wear green pants ever really anymore. But I really like the road when we do green helmet, white jersey, green pants. Yeah, they asked, the NFL asked this question before the season started, and a lot of people said the Bengals, all whites. I hate. Are the their favorite uniforms. Overrated. I hate the Bengals uniforms. Overrated. I hate the, the Tiger Stripe helmet is my least favorite helmet in organized football. Like college, NFL, CFL. It's overrated. <laughs> it's overrated. I hate the Tiger Stripe helmet. You don't like the Tiger Stripe pants? You know what else is overrated? The Michigan helmet. <laughs> you know what helmet I do think is pretty cool, and all the little stickers they put on it. I'm like, I'm kind of yeah. Buck, the Buckeyes helmet. I always had to ask I, every time, what is what does that mean? Okay, that's a no. That's a conversation that I want to have. I love helmet stickers. I think every college team should do helmet stickers. It I agree. Just looks better. It looks Michigan better. State looked way cooler when we did helmets. It's stickers. more fun. Yeah. It's an incentive. Michigan looks cooler now that they do helmet stickers. Yeah. And we had those. The, I think those black helmets look cool with those sparkles. The ones that we wore against Michigan. Yeah. Would it look cooler if we scored in them, though? <laughs> <laughs> those those jerseys still. Did you like the blackout jerseys? Yeah. For it's MSU? It's kind of hard to mess up a blackout. I didn't I, love I don't them. like the neon green one, though. So I hate neon green those are as terrible. a color. So. Yeah, I didn't love those either. I didn't love the black. I, I feel like I missed the I missed the one year we did a Nike Pro Combat with like a bronze helmet. It looked so sweet. I wasn't a Michigan State fan back then, so I don't even know. <laughs> I'm from the West Side, so West Side. <laughs> well, it's like the basketball team gets like different jerseys for everything, so. For what? <laughs> You why, are you, it? why are you showing me that? No, I just want. <laughs> I just thought it should happen. But what did I show? Did I show? Why would you just show him? Nothing. Show me how. Nothing. Nothing. Poopy Scoot Henderson has been this year. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, mm. Okay, so that's football. What's so yeah. let's transition to. Um, Let's transition because I want to. I've wanted to talk about the Red Wings for a while now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> I, I I really want to talk about yeah, it because yeah. they've been yeah. doing. I'm very. They surprised me, and they've had a very fantastic start to their season. Six two and one. And I, it's, they're doing a lot better than I thought. And then after seeing them in person, I was like, wow, they're so much more of a fun team to like. They've always been the fun team. Now we're just winning. You know, it's Stevie Wise Goon oh, Squad. And I, I to show you this TikTok because some on the Spin Checklist podcast said when the Red Wings are winning, the America's winning. Yeah, and the NHL is a more fun. That's facts. Uh, That's facts. Original six teams doing good is good for the NHL. Except when they're the Blackhawks, huh? No, I mean, if like if it's the Blackhawks versus the Red Wings and they're both good, like that's fun. That's gonna get good ratings. Like, 
like I don't know. Like I don't know. The Red Wings sucking was not good for the NH. I mean, I'm just probably saying this as a biased Red Wings yeah, fan, I think, but I, I think the rest of the NHL was pretty probably fine didn't with care. It. Yeah, yeah, but 25 years of them being in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think the Red Wings being good is just like a sign of the time. Like it's just normal. It's it's a sign of normalcy. I know I'm gonna mispronounce his last name, but um, <laughs> Alex De Debrincat. Debrincat. Um, he's been doing very well. So. Um, he's, he's leading the, the points, NHL in goals. Yeah, I was going to say he's the points leader right now, and I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah, so. uh, I knew it. You know, I went to elementary school with Alex for a year back then. I, I knew it when I when really? I saw Yeah, I went back in <laughs> yeah. Beachview Elementary. I Use saw him roaming the all halls. I was like, this guy's going to lead the NHL in 2023 also, in goals. No, because uh, yeah. tell me why I was observing this, and why are half – why is half the team the starters from Michigan? Yeah, that's uh, crazy JT to me. State of hockey. Yeah, I, no, because like, <laughs> that's the that thing. doesn't really happen like that. You know what I mean? It like, doesn't. It doesn't in a lot of teams. But when you Good thing play, no one from Minnesota listens to this. Right. No, that's <laughs> the thing. It happens like it, no. We are that. We are hockey oh town. God. We are the state of hockey. Have I don't care seen, what anybody have seen, says. Have you seen Minnesota's high school playoff Bro, thing? That was Minnesota, wild. Minnesota and Massachusetts are. The two Massachusetts, most I'll give you states of hockey easily. Listen, Michigan might be three. Hockey town, hockey town. We're the yeah, we're like established trademark. Hockey town. I would argue Boston's more a hockey no. town. Than Detroit. <laughs> Literally, no. They've got like four colleges that are really good at hockey. No, they've got great high school hockey. Mm -mm. A high got, school's hockey is something. They've got. But the if you Boston look at our Bruins, but if you look at our, <laughs> we have the best travel like program in all of America. Little Caesars is one of the best uh, AAA programs in the country, year in and year out. Bell Tires also one of the best programs. The USA Hockey Headquarters is over here. Like think it? about that. Like, is it Jack in Colorado? No, no, it's here. You, it's here. Uh, that's where Adam you, you, Nightingale you came pass, from. The development. You, when you uh, go to U of M, you pass Plymouth. it. Oh. Anyway, yeah. did they move it from Colorado? I don't know. It used to be in Colorado. Anyways, <laughs> oh, I did not know that. I just I pass it on the way to Ann Arbor. Jack all the time. Hughes, the Hughes brothers all came. Like a bunch yeah. of people moved to Michigan to play travel hockey here. Yeah. The high school hockey, I'll give you. Massachusetts and Minnesota's different tier, but travel hockey, Michigan might be the best in the country. We have like maybe ten AAA hockey teams. A lot of states don't even have AAA hockey teams. Some states only have one. Michigan has like ten. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's what I was observing because it's like extremely rare. Or like you know, rare Little Caesars, the AAA play. hockey team, they practice under. I know Little Caesars, but not the hockey oh, team. Oh, <laughs> they have like um. They have a youth team. Yeah, yeah. and that's um, like a it's like a it's like a pipeline, literally. Okay. Like um, and they practice under the Red Wings. Like they built them a practice arena under, under like in under the LCA. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that was uh, what were. How did we even get into this conversation? No, because I was telling you about how Sorry. half the starters for the Red Wings are from no, good. are from <laughs> Michigan, and that's an extremely rare occurrence for like a professional team <laughs> to have players from that state. Yeah. you know what I mean. So no, it's but like, that's the thing. I'm kind of used to it from because um we've always at least had one Michigan guy like on the Red Wings because it's just like. And the guy, the teams in Canadian, can Canadia, <laughs> the teams in Canada can probably relate too, because like there's so many Canadian hockey players. But like, I don't know. But Canada, so this is big, definitely the though, most. So it's like if you're playing in Alberta and then you're playing in Toronto, it's like that's true. Yeah, let's not act like every Canadian yeah. hockey players from like let. You're right. Canada's <laughs> not one place. No, like, no, no, no. You know, no. You got, what Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. So. Lots of different hometowns. That's the there. thing, too. I would argue too. Ottawa is the least. Even, like, Patrick favorite. Kane has yeah. lived in Michigan because of, like, travel hockey at some point. Like, really? A lot of people. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Michigan. But it's, like, almost you're playing in your hometown every game then. So it's, like. What? Like, for the Red Wings. Oh, like, yeah. That, think in your about how awesome that is. Some people don't like that. I don't. Or, what am I saying? <laughs> I, would <love laughs> I, 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 I would love that. I don't know. I could get that though. Like Sauce Gardner said, he didn't want to come to Detroit because yeah. of all the people who would ask him to. Yeah, might be nice though, because I think everybody except L yeah everybody except Larkin went somewhere else and then came back. So where did Larkin first go? He no everybody except Larkin. Oh, so Larkin spent his whole career here. Everybody, everybody else was somewhere else and then came here. Did Larkin play college hockey in Michigan? Michigan. At yeah. Michigan, oh, there, okay. I think at Michigan. I think Larkin. No, because we need to talk about how many Michigan. 
hockey players, players are, are in the NHL and how that's like that's a direct pipeline. To there's like. three on the Red Wings. Comfort, Cop, and Larkin. And I think they all play together. MSU on the come up, though. Yes. Artem Lepshinov, top five pick in the next NHL draft. Yeah. But that's pretty crazy. Is Plus, it uh, more common abdicator to... legend? <laughs> is it Red Wing legend, Spartan legend, NCAA <laughs> champion? Yep. Is it common to only play two years in college uh, hockey? College hockey and then move. I don't know. To the pros. I think me and Ben were even talking about this one time on our car ride home, and I don't really understand the system. I, I understand <laughs> I don't it. Get it like, because I read it because how they break NCAA rules is how it's a prompt. They are not actually signing contract when they get drafted. It's more of a like a promise like a, yeah it it's almost a promise is. that you're gonna play you don't sign a contract when you get drafted you, no. it, but neither do nfl players like yeah they do they don't they, they sign it but like like it's not like on the day they get drafted they sign no a contract. yeah there's like the rookie signing period which yeah. is a few weeks but then they go so. they go to training camps in the summer for that team as a like promise yeah like development camp yeah like uh Whatchamacallit, um, on University of Michigan, um, Ethan Edwards, he's was drafted to the Devils. And yeah. he's like in his third, he's decided to play his third year in Michigan, even though. So that's where it's interesting because it's like hockey, you can, you can get drafted and still play in college. Um, you know, NFL, obviously, you get drafted once you're done, or you once you get drafted, you don't go back. Uh, baseball, same thing. Once you get drafted, you go into the minor leagues. You don't continue to play college. Though the day of the MLB draft used to uh, be around the time the College World Series was starting. Now it's <laughs> moved. But um, So there was like, I remember a scene where Dansby Swanson got drafted first overall and they his team celebrated with him on the field because they had just finished a game at the College World Series. That's pretty sick. Yeah. But, like, obviously he hadn't signed yet, so he could still finish out I know that, that LSU, because LSU won the College World Series this past year, the pitcher for LSU got, like, drafted. Skeens. And then immediately started playing for. Yeah. So I think that's pretty interesting. Baseball's also really interesting Didn't in Luke that category. Hughes, Luke Hughes played with the Devils. Yeah. No, literally they lost in the, in the Frozen Four. Um, Michigan lost in the Frozen Four, and immediately that weekend he got yeah. called up to play, which is an extremely rare for thing hockey. To, for hockey. And then he scored his first goal in the second. Um, like, It'll only game. happen though when you're like a top five pick like that on that in that sense of timeline, like when that year, like that'll happen like like three years or four years after you're drafted for a lot of guys, where you'll finish your season and go to the NHL. But like to happen that the year you're drafted is rare. Yeah. Well, I mean that family. I, I don't know that family, the genes in that family. I don't. That's pretty rare for three. Yeah. So is it is it uncommon for guys to like, let's say they get drafted with like, you know, maybe two years left of eligibility. Would it be uncommon for them if they're not like NHL ready to go play AHL in that team's organization, or would most of those guys go back to school? I think if. I think it depends. Like, depends how ready they are. Okay. It, it, that's really all it is. Like, I think the more the more ready you are at AHL, if you're under underdeveloped and and younger than college, I don't know though. I'm probably not the. I think the development I need to look into this the more. development process in hockey is really interesting. It's so like goalies, dude. Some goalies won't play. Like some goalies will be rookies when they're like twenty eight and eight, twenty nine. That's wild. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of it is trust, though, because it's, like, that really too, and statistical. Because that's the hardest one to develop, because, like, the speed of the shots, the pace of the game. I'm sorry. No, you oh, That wasn't me. Never mind. I'm not sorry. Is that me? <laughs> you're the one with the sound on on your phone, so. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Jalen Johnson's staying in Chicago, though. Who cares? Oh, really? Yeah. I remember when he got drafted oh, and I made it, like, an internal comp competition with myself that Jeff Okuda would be better than him and he even wasn't I don't yeah it's tough Hefe got very banged Free up Hefe. Did you watch he's been it? good with Atlanta this year has he yeah he has did you watch they any like of the Frozen Frenzy nah. that was an interesting heavily advertised day for hockey 
I don't care, man. I just like the Red Wings. I just want to watch the Red Wings, Ben. Well, what are you? Okay. Wh- I mean, the Bruins are, are going undefeated again, so I don't. They're they're losers, dude. I hate the Bruins. <laughs> what team? Patrick Kane got traded last year, didn't he? To the Rangers, but Rangers, now he's a free okay. agent still. Oh, really? Yeah. No team. And he's interested in the Red Wings, but there's a bunch of there's like a a large community of Red Wings fans who don't want him to even dude. touch us. It's like, it's like, oh, I hate this guy personally because yep. he was a good player for my rival team. Like he didn't. He didn't Not even. I don't even. Know, I don't even know if it's that or. If he didn't like, go like hat in hand begging the Chicago Blackhawks to draft him. No, <laughs> like, he, just he was played good. for the team that drafted him, and he's a good player. I don't get. I love hating that. Patrick Kane might like be one that. of my favorite players to watch of all time. He's a dog. He was, and he's like swaggy too. Yeah. Like he just got the swag. Like I remember he scored. Do you remember? I don't know. I know you're not a huge hockey guy, but he back in the day, I, yeah, he scored I used to a watch goal it more than I do. Where um he did like a 360 backhand from the dot and just sniped it top shelf, and I was like, this dude's sick. <laughs> Tyler Sagan too. That he's also got. He's 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 so fun to watch in person. Yeah, I will say that. that in person, the Dallas Stars team is really fun to watch in person. What do you mean? Like, what makes the team more fun to watch in person? I than guess another? like the combination of the players, the fans, and just the overall how good the team is. You know what I mean? Like, the stars are actually really good, so it's like really fun to watch. It's so and then weird the, to me that they're good. Dallas fans are hilarious because they will chirp like. There's a lot of talking going on, oh, and I, I get the whole game explained to me as they're like... Me and Ben had a field day at the Red Wings game last yeah, year, and then realized there was like a, a scout, a job recruiter like behind us halfway through the third period after we were saying obscene things, and we were That's like, fun. there goes that. Yeah. But I think he, he still helped you out, I, didn't he? I don't want to work in hockey. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, I did go. I did go to a a lightning game. Uh, That's fun. Earlier too. this year, yeah. and I am. It was a preseason game. Don't say. I it. am so impressed with their fan base. Oh, I That's was gonna what say I was like, saying. don't say you like are a lightning fan. No, I got. I was cool, impressed I did with their get fan a cool base hat. too. Um, <laughs> their stadium is really. Scott it's Bank. So what cool. is it? What's their arena called? Yeah, it's like. Scotia Bank or something. Scott is Bank. Scotia Bank. Maybe. Scotia Bank is. We beat them this year though. Canadian, isn't it? We're one to know against them this so far. But yeah, the the Lightning fans are <laughs> had to put that out awesome. There. They, they are. are. They're, They're really pretty cool. annoying, like to play against. But hey, can I mean I don't want. Plus, I got to see like what the Yeiser plan looks like in like eight years. You know. And I hate to say it, <laughs> Red Wings fans. Red Wings like okay, if you're playing anywhere on the West Coast, Red Wings fans are gonna be a lot. Be yeah. A lot. I just think Detroit fans in general are just so dedicated. Okay, thank you, Mia. Thank you, No, I mean, on the airplane. I, like, literally, like, woo! That's how they were? No, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, I said, this would never happen for any other. No, the the lady, um, the hostess lady literally had to go and be like, sorry, this plane doesn't have live TV yet, but we'll keep you updated on the game because I know everyone wants to know how the Lions are doing. I said that would not happen anywhere else. If I was flying anywhere else, that would not be happening. That's pretty sick. So, Brand listen, we've life. there's a lot of people who, have, me myself, I've been waiting my whole, uh, but not even me myself. Like there's people who are 30 years older than me who have waiting their whole life for something like this, and not that I don't know. I don't want to say something like this. Like I don't know. No, I'm feel special. I'm thinking about my mom right now, and it's like she is. She's you know talking to me like she hasn't seen a team this yeah. good since. Barry was here, like, and they're <laughs> even they're saying it's different than that 1990s team. Like, yeah. like they they seem like I don't know. It just seems like something's a little different. The hope, like this, just feels like the start. The Detroit teams are doing are on the come up. Yeah, like that well, wasn't yeah. the start of it. That was okay. Not that the, that was a crazy. Sorry, fi- finish. Uh, no, finish I was just saying, saying that wasn't the start. Like when we were the last playoff game we went, that was kind of near the end of Barry's career, wasn't it? Yeah. So this like this like what I'm the like point I'm making is that like we're at the start of 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 the rise, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um that was a crazy like coincidence type thing that cuz Detroit really is a great 
sports city, all four sports. You know, the Pistons are um, the best non-huge market NBA franchise in NBA history, easily. And um, the Red Wings, obviously, historically great. The Lions, obviously, historically terrible. The Tigers, historically mid. And have they even been to a world, like, no, in but World Series? Tigers? Oh, the Tigers, yeah, a yeah. bunch of them. Like they have like, since they have like four World Series titles. Okay, um, not that irrelevant. But yeah, they haven't won one since the '80s. But when I was growing up, they were competing, going to the playoffs every year, and then all of a sudden, every sport in Detroit became the Lions. The Red Wings got terrible. The Tigers got terrible. And the Pistons got terrible, all kind of right in the span of like two years. The Red and Wings, so, the family that owns the Red Wings and the family that owns the Tigers are the same. Yes. People. And and so across sort of the country, it was just like whatever sport you follow, Detroit sucks. It was inevitable. And, and that kind of, true. you know, that, that beat sports fans down in this yeah. in Detroit for a long time. And I think it's really nice now that everyone – sort of seems to be on the come up, uh, you're getting that passionate fandom back that sort of had to be silent over the last 10 or so years. I can't speak on, like, the Tigers personally, but, like, the Pistons, per se, like, they definitely dragged it on, too. Like, they did not have, like, they brought, like, they missed on their draft picks. They didn't make the right moves. But, like, the Red Wings, that was inevitable. Like, you know, after making the playoffs for 25 years straight, and you lose your three Hall of yeah. Fame assistant captains and captain, like, there's going to be, like, a, a rebuild period. And, unfortunately, it's, like, been seven years. So but They have it a lot was, of young guys now. They yeah. drafted That's really the thing. smart. Like, if it you was think, just unfortunate for the Red Wings that the end of that era came at the same up, time yeah. that the Tigers had to rebuild also after six or seven years straight going to the playoffs. Like, the Lions were always terrible. Like two years ago was so sad. Like, like if the Lions, if the Red Wings were like tied in a game in the third period, I would be like so excited. <laughs> and then like now, if the Lions were like competing, uh, uh, we've come a long way. It's not like that. Like, You're saying he tried to like slash him lower on no, his body. And I think his, he, I'm not even saying he wanted to cut him. I'm not saying that. But like when you're playing hockey in the like you know like you there's been guys who have like swung sticks and smacked people in the mm-hmm. back of the head with helmets. Like there, people have done stupid shit. Yeah. So I'm not doubting like this guy who leads the league in penalty minutes was like like mad at this guy who's the star player on the other team and like thinking like let me take him out and lifts his leg off goes too high excellent fucks him up. Not saying it wasn't an accident, but I'm thinking the leg up was intentional. Like the mm. leg up like that isn't. I'm not saying. I don't know. You see, guys. Well, I never heard a take on his. Like I never even knew who like, actually who hit him. No one like talked about. Yeah, and it wasn't. Him. I don't know. You it's see, fair, unfair to say that it's intentional though. It you is. See, like, I don't know. Every time I see it, it seems like every hockey game I watch, there's a hit where. The skate player, flies up. The skate flies up, and I'm and I think to myself about you know the um I think he was a Flyers goaltender. Yeah, that, I know the, the his, Sabers yeah. one back in the day. Yeah, Sabers, yeah. Sabers goaltender that got his. That guy survived. Card. Yeah, but like, it makes me think about that every time because I'm like, their necks can just get fucking cut. Any like, game, any game, and, and if you grow up playing hockey, you'll meet somebody who at least got their their yeah. their thing slashed. Well, like that. I've heard of and like, when they're like cutting the like the legs. Yeah. Like, cut like their shin starts bleeding or like something like no, that because it cuts through the sock. And something. there's points where there's like three players on the ground in one area, yeah. and then they all get back up. Or when and somebody gets hit and everybody starts again, fighting you know? and everybody's yeah. going like this on yeah. somebody. Yeah. No, like that. That is. The only thing that bothers me about this is, you know, I wish I there was like a very clear view, like an NHL view with a couple replays of it. But so like it just looks UK hockey like, league, right? <laughs> it just looks like he led with his foot, with like like. I understand it looks bad, like, but like, like like he led with his foot on purpose. That's like karate kick. I don't. Like. <laughs> I feel like there's no way somebody. It's hard. It's hard to imagine know, somebody would yeah, do that. Yeah. That's I guess that's more my more thing. morally. Yeah. It's like 
don't know what kind of goons they have. I don't think one UK British like one one professional <laughs> athlete to another, you know. Like yeah. there's still That's even if you're a you dirty to... even if they're a dirty player, like there's still always like a baseline of like respect between professional yeah. athletes. And not even res- like respect is maybe like spitting. This is like like he killed him. You know, like if, if that was his intention, like, you know, saying what you're saying, like, let's hope he didn't do it. Let's hope let's let's say let's say it was inten- unintentional like that happening. I don't think that guy should play hockey anymore. I, I don't think I, he'll I'm want to play hockey anymore. If heavily... I kill somebody accidentally or intentionally, I don't I mean, inten- if I kill somebody accidentally, I don't think I'd ever want to step foot on ice again. But I don't think he should be allowed to step foot on ice again. Because if your foot is even accidentally, possibly flying up in a sweet chin music motion, accidentally, you're a danger to others on the ice. But all the time, you right, see but if people you in the NHL and you get flipped, like that's one thing. Flying, yeah, but he skates. He stops. He stops. What do you call it? He stops striding, which is what you do right before you hit somebody. You start to yeah. brace, and then he goes leg up into the guy. I've never seen you that see, before. You. He's hitting another. He's contacted by no, another player no, as his leg this. goes up, like right before his leg goes up. They are close, but there's no contact. He literally runs into him. No, he skates right by him. There's no. You contact. can see the. You can see him bounce off of him. He literally makes contact. He does. Mia, analyze this for me. Well, I need. We need your take. He literally makes contact with the other guy, and it shoots him up. I don't know what it is. I think it's just so he makes contact with the first guy, and I don't skate. I don't see. Like I don't skate. I don't know. Go back to the front so you don't have to see it all. I don't know the. Just like, rewind it. It's like real. What's your favorite bar in East Lansing? Oh, shoot! I keep doing that. I think I keep thinking you're on TikTok. And I can it's like this. <laughs> so whenever you're done with it, go back like this, like on the bottom. It looks like he's gonna run into that other player, but then he like, feel like he was trying to hit the other player, but then like he went too far forward and like. To me, it looks like he hits the other player and loses his balance and overcompensates by putting that leg up. To try to regain his balance, you know what I mean. And then, like when you get knocked off yeah. balance, and you go, Ooh. okay, wait, let me see. How's he reacting afterwards, dude? He was like in tears afterwards. No, I'm sure he was in, he in was, tears. He like, was really fucked up about it. I don't think it was an in- like I said. I don't yeah. think he intentionally tried to cause that outcome. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. But I think like it's like a dirty hit in the end. You have to be held accountable. I don't think you can yeah. play anymore. I don't know. I don't know. It was a, it's a terrible accident. I don't think has anyone ever been f- banned for life from the NHL for a hit though. No. No. Like but I can... nobody's ever killed somebody either. Yeah. I can think of like when there's been like there was season. like a boarding. Pen- it was during the playoffs, and I think the Penguins were involved. I can't remember if they were like the team or that did it or got penalized. But um, there was like a really bad boarding penalty, and the guy got ejected. And then it was like game four or five, and he got suspended for the rest of the series. And I think it would have been the rest of the season unless, uh, but they, I don't think they won the series. Another big factor is like the repeat offender thing. I mean, obviously, if this yeah. guy's like a, the nicest guy, everybody, like, you know, there's, they, the, the people do their due diligence. They talk to others around the league, they talk mm-hmm. to the locker room. Like, if this guy is like a known jerk, then, you know, and like leads the league in penalty minutes. I saw that report. I haven't done any due diligence yeah, to myself. That's so what like, pe- people right. on Twitter are saying. That right, he leads the league. You in know what I mean? So penalty like, minutes. I'm not gonna speculate. The truth will come out sooner or later. You're yeah, right. I it's mean, not really fair for us to speculate. From what I saw, I don't know that motion's really. Again, I'd never even. No one even talked about the person who actually hit him. So right, and I don't like, think that really should. Yeah, obviously, most of the attention should be on. Rest in peace, Adam Johnson. Like, that's such a terrible thing that happened. Yeah. And I think 
I don't know. I think I think like I don't see how neck guards hold players back at all. I think neck guards should be something yeah. that everybody should wear. I think that's you know, like any attention that's not on Adam Johnson should. and you know the well wishes for his family, but like anything that's not focused on him should be neck guards. Neck guards. Like and I was yesterday I was thinking this other player. Bubble but after that, I was thinking like bubbles could be dangerous because you know bubbles could crack. You could get like cr- we mean by like the 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 plastic oh, like the, cages. Okay, like the, high school. Yeah, hockey. high school. And okay. I don't like the metal cages. Like professionals aren't gonna get behind metal cages, but mm-hmm. bubbles. I feel like they could, but I feel like that could get dangerous because like a big hit to the head. I don't think a bubble's that much safer. Like I don't know. I think like there could be bigger safety hazards for the head contact. I don't know. But I neck just, guards, I don't think, can neck, would hurt. Neck guards would be, because they're just like a piece mm, of like not like. Yeah, but it's also like, it's easy to put a neck guard on a goalie helmet, you know. Yeah. Obviously, after that, um, Sabers thing that became a thing, I believe. But, but the neck guards that the players wear like, are, how do you get it if you have like the visor and then? That's the thing. It's not like that. It's like um. It's, it's like, like a, a velcro yeah, like thing it's you velcro put around your neck. And it's um it's Kinda not like plastic. It's like um I'm I'm like comparing it to the thing that And then uh, Bauer makes it so it's like Yeah, I used to all youth hockey players wear one. Um just look it It's up. like the the stuff that freaking people wear for a bulletproof vest. Like that kind yeah. of like comparable to that fabric, like you know? Yeah. As Google does Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was saying. It's kind of like a neck roll where right. it's like it's yeah. just not going to like penetrate. Like you're not like that might not happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I think that's enough though for the Adam Johnson talk. Every single time I see like a skate go slightly above knee level. Like I, I don't know. I think it's crazy that this doesn't happen more often. Like Especially how sharp they are because yeah. they're the people they have they have equipment managers like sharpening. Yeah. Like, if like you if you like, <laughs> it's just a matter of rub. It's like a knife. It's ru- it's a matter yeah. of rubbing your finger against it the wrong way. It you yeah. slice it straight open. Right. And especially the hockey like like me is saying like that NHL be- ones like like the one I use like for my IM league my rec league is not as yeah. sharp. But these put like these are sharp as crap. Yeah, they're like uh, every game. They're like sharpening them. Before Do you guys the... have you guys ever heard of what happened at Taylor Hall? No. You know Taylor Hall? You names, probably know the name. name yeah. Is really familiar. He used to be on yeah. the Oilers. He was like the McDavid, but not McDavid before McDavid, but like he was the Oilers star boy before McDavid yeah. showed up. Okay. One day he was, um, and this is why you have to warm up with a helmet on. Um, he was skating around without. Oh, I remember this. A helmet, and he just fell. Lost the edge, and one of his teammates tried jumping over him, and he sliced him like right here, mm-hmm. right before the game. And you'll see, like, even if you look up Taylor Hall now, I'm sure he has a ridiculous scar I, because I know of it. I you're talking about. I, and like no. that, he does have a scar. On that's his face. like the same kind of thing that I'm thinking about. Like, how do these, with all the like ways that players' bodies get contorted when they're like getting hit or giving hits and all that, like, how does the, Maybe not, it's, you know, I mean, dying, think of but like, how does, how does, like, skate cuts in general not happen more often? But even think about watching football. Like, there's a hit. Like, yesterday I was watching a hit. I think it was Khalif Raymond on, like, a punt return. He oh, took one yeah. and his head was, like, With, straight. um, Meyer. Yeah, and head. I was like, yeah. bro, like, how is, like, this is the cut, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll show you, Mia. Here. I remember that being oh. a thing. And then, like, uh, hockey traditionalists being like how dare they require yeah, us like to you warm s- up with it's, a helmet yeah i don't know it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like what are the odds like uh, it's kind of like the how dare you make me wear a seatbelt while driving and i mean they used to play without helmets yeah. they used to goalies used to play without helmets yeah. like what that's insane <laughs> okay well i have a little game for you yusuf i mean ben can answer as well if he knows an answer but you stated on a previous podcast that since you're just more mostly a Red Wings fan, you don't have bigger general knowledge on the NHL. So I kind of wanted to test your overall knowledge on NHL facts. So um, let's go basic. So 
Um, where is the Hall of Fame located? <laughs> Toronto. Correct. I almost said Canon. <laughs> All right, my... We're going back and forth. I'm not just waiting yeah. around while he plays a game. <laughs> um, Even if I don't know the subject as well. Give it to What is give the, him mo- the easy What ones. is the most no. goals scored by one player in a single game? That's how I would have I would have just guessed. 6 it was Gretzky. That's my guess. No way. You're you're clo- I mean Is it 5? No, it's No, it's 8. Say, oh wow. But it was in 1920. Oh, it's not Gretzky. By the Montreal Canadiens, by Joe Malone. Joe Malone. Joe Malone. How you know? Joe Malone. Who holds the record for most points scored in a single NHL season? Gretzky. Hey, you stole my. Sorry, I'm sorry. Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. What is the oldest professional hockey team in the NHL? It's yours. Oh, it's my turn. Um, yeah. Is it Montreal? Yes. I didn't even know. I would have probably said Toronto. Which player recorded the highest tally of goals in one season? Gretzky. Do you know what number? 63. How many games did they play? 84? 82. 65. Oh, same as NBA. No, 80. No, he scored a lot. He scored... Well, he could have scored 100. It's it's closer to that number. Like 90. I'm going to guess 101. It's ninety-two. Oh, I was thinking. That's crazy. That is crazy. Ninety-two goals in one season. That is crazy. (laughs) Still, with the way people talk about Gretzky, you would think he's scoring two goals in every game. (laughs) Type he practically did. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) dude, ninety-two is absurd. Who is the only NHL player to ever receive a life suspension? (laughs) We were just we were talking about about this this. earlier. You said you didn't think anyone ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Is this yours? Yeah, it is mine. Um, I'm gonna go. Is it like a name that we'll know when he when he says it, or like when you say I it? I don't. I don't. He has a nickname, and it's, his nickname is Wild Beaver. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Just out, who's who's my guy? Billy Katu, Katu, Couture, Couture, something like that. He was thrown out after losing Game Four in the Stanley Cup. For what? Brutally assaulting referee oh. Jeffrey Laflame. Good yeah. Him. Habs captain in 1925. Captain. <laughs> Cap, that's the kind of leader you want. What year was the NHL founded? 1896. 1902. 1917. Really? What's the score? I don't know. I don't know. We're just playing. Oh, you should we're get. Just, you should. You we're should, just playing. We're just playing. Um, fun. What what what's the I mean, record? It's like two to one. What's the record yeah. for the longest NHL nice. game ever played? Um, eight six overtimes. Overtime. Eight overtimes. Six overtimes. Seven overtimes. They did it in minutes, so I don't know. Oh. How what many that? minutes is this? Um, I. So you divide that by twenty. It's a right? team. It's 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 a team you're familiar with. The Red Wings. Yes. Is it that playoff game against? Um, yeah, Anaheim? I mean it has to be a playoff game, but I don't know which. It's, it's the old. early days of the Red Wings. Oh, it's not against Anaheim then. So how many minutes is it? It's 176 minutes of playtime. Divided by 20, eight overtimes. No. Well, nine no, overtimes. Yeah. Eight no, no, no. Because three periods. Oh, three were periods. Regular. So six Five. overtimes. Yeah. Oh, was... You're right. Uh, who's the shortest? NHL player ever. Bucky short guy <laughs> O'Neal. That looks the brain cat. Or how oh how tall Oh how oh tall? I know this one. How Nathan tall? Gerby. Nathan Gerby. Four foot nine. Taller than that. Nathan Gerby. How tall is he? Gerby. How tall is he though? Five four? I don't know. Oh five, my six. gosh, you're so you're close. Five six? No, the other one. Five, five four? four? It's 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 five three. Mm. The shortest person ever playing the NHL. Five four. No, he is five. Yeah. Shortest guy to ever play in the MLB. Um, <laughs> got like one at bat for the St. Louis Browns, and uh, 
they gave him like a bat that was like as tall as him. He walked, I believe. How many total <laughs> teams are in the NHL? Thirty-two. Mm-hmm. This is before uh, the Kraken became a team, so it was 31. thirty-one. You think there'll be more in the coming years? I don't know. I think Las Vegas and Seattle are the two like pretty easy home run expansion options. Want to so, talk about I mean, that? The the NBA is going to put two teams in. You know, they're, the NBA is going to expand to thirty two pretty soon. With teams in probably Las Vegas and Seattle, but um, I don't know if I see the NHL expanding again in like the next five ten years. You know, I think thirty two is a pretty pretty good size. That's the max size pretty much for American sport leagues right now. Thirty two NFL, thirty two NHL. I think any more than that is OD. O- OD overdose. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, is there another meaning? No. Who was the oldest NHL coach in history? This is kind of modern. I'm going to go with my uncle. Daryl Sutter. I'm going to go with Daryl Sutter. Going... Well, how old is Daryl Sutter? What's your guess? I'm going to go with my uncle, Al Arbor. <laughs> how old is he? Uh, they brought him back for one game <laughs> when he was like really old. Oh, like you your, got, your you uncle's right. actually a coach? Yeah, my Al Arbor. He was actually. He got it right. They, Al Arbor. They brought him back for one game when he was super old because it was his. Uh, he retired with fourteen hundred. This is his uncle. Yeah. Really? Yes. My mother's maiden name is Arbor. <laughs> wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? Not not like my direct uncle. He's like my. Still gra- He's like my great uncle. Whoa. Um. But Yo, this yeah. podcast has to start so with that. They, <laughs> what the heck? So they they brought him. He retired with, um, I believe, fourteen hundred ninety nine games coached for the Islanders. He has the record for the most games coached with one team. Um, so they brought him back uh, when I was really little for a game um, against the Penguins, like just to coach his fifteen hundredth game. So he was super old when that game happened. So he's the oldest. So he's the oldest. That's not fair though. Yeah. But they they my mom like a bunch of people in my family got tickets. So we they got, were at that game. We got two tickets. So my mom took my older brother to that game. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> That's wow. Wow. Yeah. He played for the uh Red Wings and the Blues, I believe. He was like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Ann Arbor, what's Al, his name? Al, Al Arbor. Arbor. I think yeah. I'm with Al Arbor. I think I think I have. I think I know. How, I think I have an idea. About I thought this he was. One. I thought he was making a joke. That's what are the odds? Yeah, no, that's sick. That's great. We oh my go. god. But yeah, so we gotta end on that. No, I don't know. I don't know how old he was when they brought him back for that game, but he was up there because he was retired for a good few years before that. That was his 1500th game. Yep, played 1500. Shout out Al Arbor. <laughs> Shout out Al Arbor. You're the man. Okay, this one's pretty easy. What is the only NHL team named after a Disney movie? I don't even think we should. I mean, the Mighty Ducks, but I don't even think we should keep going. I think that's how we need to end it. I think that's how we need to start and end it. We're done. We're walking off. <laughs> We're walking off Al Arbor, bro. Al Arbor. Yeah. How can it get better than that? We, how long have uh, we been talking? Yeah. Oh. Man, we've been here a while. Yeah, we could go. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what I meant. Like, we, that was like a perfect wrap-up. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. Should we record an intro are, are, before we leave? No, we have you, one now. Yeah, okay, well, I was going to talk about the World Series, but I guess <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. do you want me to give my yeah, notes you... on the World Series? I don't care. I'm not watching. The Phillies lost. I'm sad, and I'm upset with baseball. I'll be back in April. Thanks for watching another episode <laughs> of Water Boys. You know, shout out Al Arbor. Shout out the Lions. Shout out Jameer Gibbs. Shout out Ben Shockley. Go yeah. watch Spartan Sports Sports new episode, Halloween edition, going for triple Emmys type. You know, that's how we're coming. That's it. Mic drop. Love you. <laughs> shout, shout out to Ben's great uncle. <laughs> Al Arbor. Al Arbor, everybody.